Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the Loose Change podcast, where we got a few guys giving their two cents on everything hockey. And as always, we'll jump right into it by thanking everyone that participated in our bracket challenge, the Loose Change bracket challenge that we started last week. We got 33 entries, and the winner will be receiving a $50 prize at the end of the playoffs. Kai, did you you submit a bracket, right? Who'd you pick? I did. Uh, I had the abs. I You're can't, wait, good. can't wait to get that gift card. It's going to be great. <laughs> Take the kids shopping. <laughs> You're one of 15 people. We had 33 people that did it. 15 picked the Avs. Stuart, in your bracket, do you have the Avs as well? Uh, no, I I took Calgary. You're one of the six That's people my winner. with the Flames. Mm-hmm. Six people took the Flames? Yeah. You want to hear the breakdown? Here's what it is. So we had 33 people that did the bracket challenge. Um, 15 picking the Avs. Six picking the Flames, which was more than I expected. I guess people are on the Flames bandwagon, which we'll discuss later on because they're down 2-1. It could be 2-2 by the time you see this episode. Um, then there's six Leaf picks. Though We can throw those out pretty quickly. <laughs> and then three Panthers, one Oil, one guy's on the Oil wagon, one Canes, and one Wild. Awesome. So there's a clear Avs, Flames, and Leafs favorite. I like that uh, that wild pick. It's ballsy. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, if the wild make it deep, that guy's looking like he has a good chance of winning the prize right there. Mm-hmm. You, the, like, if the wild or St. Louis there, that's probably the second hardest path, right? Like, aside from Toronto's mm-hmm. or Tampa's, whichever one of those two makes it yeah. through. Well, I mean, Avs got to go through one of those teams, so... If mm-hmm. uh, abs get upset, you can throw like half the half the brackets. So, if you listened to us last week on our playoff preview episode, you could have just known right away what was going to happen. We told you what was going to happen with the Av series. Should have been over already in three games. It's going to be over in four. I mean, I guess by the time they're seeing this, because this is coming out tomorrow, mm-hmm. we're recording um, the night before, the Avs will have swept. Nashville. Yeah, are they uh, are they going with Frank Hughes tonight? Oh yeah, isn't uh, Kemper hurt? Well, it sounded like not that serious, but I wouldn't be surprised if they just play Frank Hughes because they're up three nothing. Yeah, might as well let the guy rest. Like apparently he's got some swelling around the eyes, but maybe it's, could it could have been a lot swelling. worse. Could have been a lot worse. It was scary. Did you guys see that? Yeah. For those who didn't like the listeners, this guy got a stick through his goalie mask. Kai, you're, you've played goalie before. How easy is it for a stick to actually pierce through it? Like, I mean, luckily, never had that happen. Um, I feel like there's got to be a standard set for goalie cages where it's like a stick should not be able to fit through that. That's what I was saying. Like, why is that even plausible? Yeah. Like, how is a blade big enough to get through that? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure with the goalie mask I, I did, like, it's not even possible. And I swear they've like the NHL has asked the NHLPA to like, w- like have some wiggle room on those masks, but mm-hmm. goalies just refuse to. Cause I guess it makes sense. Like the way it's designed, you know, maybe you don't want a cage going right over your eyes, but like, come on, man. What? Yeah. What happens yeah. when you lose an eye stick to the Literally. eye? Your career's yeah. gone. Hope you have good like, insurance. Sure, it's, it's a one in a million chance, but it could happen. Yeah, remember I it mean, happened to Lundqvist runs in the playoffs yeah. against the Penguins. I think yeah. it was. It happened to well, him in a game. They were saying on the broadcast it happened to Kemper like two years ago when he was still on oh, really? uh, the Coyotes. Yeah, 
Yeah, like just because it's rare doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. And that's the fact this happened the same goalie twice in a few years. Yeah, yeah. What are the chances of that? I mean, speaking of things that are just never going to happen or happen very rarely, 3-0 comeback. Colorado, we probably won't touch too much on the series. Good luck to the 15 people who picked the Avs in our bracket challenge because it looks like you have one less round to worry about. Well, did anyone even pick Nashville? I haven't gone through all the brackets, but I doubt anyone did. I see um, there was one bracket with the Kings to go all the way to the finals. And I guess wow. that's a real start with the Kings Oilers. Okay. What a series that so far. I mean, <laughs> I know it's a 10 PM start for those on the East coast, but I've been staying up to watch it. It's must watch TV. Mm-hmm. It's definitely exceeding expectations for me personally. I thought it was going to be the worst series and it it's turned into one of the better ones. Yeah. You thought it'd be the best feisty. Series? Yeah. Scrums like every whistle. Well, like, I guess aside from, Colorado, Nashville, because I'm being honest, I don't know if I've really watched any of that because I just figured Colorado was going to steamroll through. Yeah. So yeah. See, with the uh, with the staggered start times of the games, I've I've been watching like every game just because I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, doing it Sunday was just like a literally lay in bed all day and watch hockey. It's great. <laughs> I, lo- I love that they've been staggering all the times, too, except for tonight. All the there's two games start at seven and two start at nine thirty. Yeah. They just yeah. threw it away. They were doing so well. Yeah. I mean, I guess on a, uh, a weeknight, there's less op- opportunities, right? But I guess. This but. is why the West Coast is the best for watching sports. Yesterday, there was literally a game at 9.30 in the morning. I didn't even have to get out of bed. You've been saying this forever. Like, even yeah. when we roomed together in Ottawa, you were Football missing season, it. it's just unbeatable. Because it starts at, what, 10 a.m.? You roll out yeah, of bed 10 a.m. football season. Oh, my God. Yeah. You got to shout out these NHL um, schedule makers because we were mopping them hard in the regular season on episode one and two because they're going two games on a Monday, 27 games on a Tuesday. (laughs) But they've got it figured out in the playoffs. Every game or every day is four games. They must listen to the pod. I think we made some change happen. Well, it's a best of three series now with Edmonton and L.A. Do you guys think... Edmonton, it feels like Edmonton still has the advantage here. Mike Smith has looked way better than I thought he did. Kai and I were talking a little bit last episode. We didn't expect him to be having a 942 through four games. The fact that he has a 942 and they're tied, though. Ooh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't I like know. What you're thinking now. That's, that's um, yeah, I mean, I still think Edmonton should definitely be the favorite. Like, the goal differential in the series. I think they are heavily favored still. There's a couple blowouts, but yeah, there, Edmonton did Edmonton get get two shutouts? I think Wait, what were the scores of the game? It was like seven two and like six nothing or something. Where like games two and three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was six uh, zero for the Oilers in game two and eight two for the Oilers in game three. Oh fuck! And game one yeah. was that close one, right? With the no scoring with like five minutes left in the <laughs> third, and then mm-hmm. the Kings zero goals allowed last game. Jonathan Quick with a throwback performance. He might just be better than Mike Smith. I know they're both old, but I still like my Kings pick. I know I just have a lot of money on it, so maybe I'm just cheering for them, but I think they might do it still. And I yeah. really want uh, McDavid to request a trade, and I think he might have to if he doesn't make it out of the first round again. Would there be a more disappointing province than Alberta if both the Flames and Oilers lose? 
Oh my God. That is what we call a segue because the flames are down two one in the series into tonight. I guess it will be either three one or two two before you guys are watching this. Odinger, what a player so far. He's yeah. got a 969 save percentage through four games. Small sample size, but the playoffs are a small sample size. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was your fantasy goalie, Stuart. I guess you've been watching a lot of Stars games throughout the season. Did you expect them to have the playoff success that they're having? Um, No, not against Calgary. I'm a little surprised at how well they've handled them so far to be honest i thought it was a five game series max like i could have you could some you could have said calgary sweep to me before the playoffs started and i've been like yeah sure why not i thought five but ottinger's been unbelievable so far but i think a lot of it also comes down to i haven't noticed johnny goudreau yet mm-hmm. still for calgary seems to be a growing problem it's now even if the Leafs get eliminated in the first round he'll be the like he I st- he'll still be the most disappointing if he keeps this up. Like sure, Marner yeah, yeah. solved his demon so far, but Goudreau's done nothing. There was a stat or something I saw a couple days ago. I don't remember who tweeted it, unfortunately, but it's something about Goudreau's 5v5 point totals in the playoffs since like for forwards that have played like over 200 minutes, 5v5 or something. And he ranks dead last among forwards. Really? Really? It was something along the lines of that. Oh, where at yeah. 5v5 in the playoffs he, since like I think 2017 it was, he's mm-hmm. dead last. Fifth fifth worst, there's four defense worse than him, I think, or something along the lines of that. But he's just done nothing in 5v5. That's extremely ironic because he yeah. led the league in 5v5 points this year with like 71 or something. And especially with Dallas's forward lines, like I guess he's always going up against their top line of like Hintz, Pavelski, and Robertson. But you'd think if, even if for like a couple shifts a period, he was getting against other lines, he'd find a way in three games to have done more than he has at five on five especially playing with Lindholm and Kachuk yeah well I guess we'll see what happens tonight because apparently they're mixing up the lines a lot they gotta yes. get that top line going they're moving like Mangiapane down the lineup apparently bringing Richie up to the second line which I don't yeah, know if that's a good that. move but I don't know not a move yeah. I'd make but... it's kind of interesting because Coleman's looked really good and uh, he's a guy you brought in for the playoffs but they still got him on the fourth line and he's not playing that many minutes. I checked last game. He had like 13 minutes and no. I get he's a fourth liner, but like they're the ones that roll four lines. Yeah. Coleman needs to play 16 minutes a night. In For sure. Absolutely. Especially if your top guys aren't producing, right? Like you got to get something out of your secondary scorers at this point. Um, like Kachuk, six career points in the playoffs in 18 games. That's just all it was goals. It. Is it points? It's points. Wow. It's points. Yeah. So cashed out that bet that I made on him to win the Smythe. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to get uh, into that afterwards. We have to talk about the betting segments. I yeah. think I have a couple of Smythe picks that we have to get into a bit later. But yeah, tonight's a huge game for them. Um, like in the NHL, you can come back from three to one deficits, but it's like a less than 10% chance. So this is nearing a must win for them. 100 percent i agree it's actually crazy how many series are this close like if they if calgary pulls off the victory they're favored tonight it'll be another 2-2 all the games coming up on tuesday night are tied 2-2 what a first yeah. round this might be the best first rangers pens could be 2-2 yeah it's, oh, it's been a very very good series yeah it's a it's huge insane. it's a huge game 
I don't know if you guys have anything else to touch on Calgary or Dallas, but Pittsburgh and Rangers tonight is going to be a huge game. I'm terrified as a Penguins fan if Pittsburgh loses tonight. Like, I know they won one in MSG, but I'd much rather win one of three games than two of three when you're playing two of three at MSG. Just, it's been painful. Saturday was the most up and down game that I've watched this season, just because, you know, it's the playoffs. 4-1 lead in the first period, right <laughs> super high. Come in the second period, it's now tied 4-4, and I was ready yeah. to jump out of my balcony they found a way they found a way they had to win that game like you chase Shisterkin in the playoffs you gotta win that game so if they lost i would have said they would have lost in five games yeah oh absolutely absolutely yeah and the fact like that's one of those series that really goes to show how important home ice is because where are we saying if the pens have game five and seven at home it's probably not a must win game tonight but like if the rangers win and it's 2-2, when you have two games in MSG, man, is that a big game five for the Penguins. They need mm-hmm. that one, I think. And they need to finish it off in Pittsburgh because you go against Igor with that MSG crowd, one of the most underrated crowds in the NHL. They're always running. Um, it's going to be tough. Crosby, though, is probably having one of the best playoffs he's had since he won a cup. Oh, for sure. He's looked so good. Yeah, He's looked unbelievable. And Gensel has... The second most goals or something behind points since 2017 or something since he entered the yeah. league. Most playoff goals, second most playoff goals. I think what it's a third. Guy. I think it's Ovechkin and Point ahead of him. I think Point's first, and then I think Ovechkin's second. Oh, that still. makes sense. And then I think it's Gensel, but still way, unbelievable. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, considering Just, there's a few like first round uh, upsets in there, so a lot of first round upsets in there. Yeah, is yeah the. Penguins, hopefully, when everyone else is listening to this, it's 3-1 Penguins, and I'll be riding high. Then I'm not too worried about Game 5, but otherwise. You guys can't see it, but he's got the uh, Penguins hat on. He's repping the team. Repping the boys. All my jerseys are upstairs, right? I have one on right now, too. But Oh, I see. Yeah, you got a uh, you got like a Penguins poster behind you? Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's, it's all decked out Penguins. That's that's my team. I'm a, I'm a closeted Leafs fan, so all that stuff's hidden. No one can see my room, but there's there's Leafs jerseys hanging around. Nice. Yeah. What's the uh, Memorial Cup plaque you got behind you? I can show you. I can show that off a little bit after we're done recording. No one okay. else can see what yeah, we're yeah. talking about right now. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, um. I mean, I guess it's a little bit of a plug for those listening. Uh, this has been a strictly audio podcast for the first five episodes. We're just trying to dip our toe in the water. But starting next week, check us out on YouTube. We will be adding our video content and starting the Loose Change brand to start to uh, get it going a little bit. So follow us at Pod Loose Change on YouTube. Little plug. Well, closeted Loose fans, Stu, did you catch any of that smackdown that happened on I the Leafs the other night? Didn't I'd love to hear your guys' take. I didn't. I didn't see much of Game Three or Four. I mean, for those that don't know, um, I'm a huge Leafs fan, have been my whole life. The only pictures I see of myself as a two, three-year-old are with Leafs jerseys on. I love them. Have always my whole life. That game was just like those Montreal games, game six and seven last year. I felt utter despair in my heart and just felt like, man, they're the same old Leafs. But then I watched Dangle's episode 
on his LFR, Steve Dangle's LFR. He was recapping the game and he keeps on saying that he believes in this team to win. The <laughs> biggest fan in all of Leafs Nation outside of me, probably. I'm sure I'll grant it to him. He's a bigger fan than me. He still believes that they can do it. What do you guys think? I mean, we've all had lightning and seven, right? We all picked lightning and seven. I think it's still going to be lightning and seven. Well, the, the but, guy that's not here took the leaves. Braden took, he did. Braden took, took leaves. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that <laughs> if Leafs win tomorrow, it'll be Tampa and seven. If Leafs lose tomorrow, it'll be Tampa and six. Just a matter of how it goes. Did you guys see that stat about like the Leafs like in the playoffs about like how they do like after I think it's the series is like whether they're ahead in the series behind the series or tied if they're ahead in the series I don't know when the stats from but they're like one in eight yeah while leading a series the stat is since the Matthews Marner Nylander core has been in effect which is 2017 so oh since they God. played the Caps they had two against the Bruins the series against the Jackets then the series against Montreal. The only game that they won while leading in the playoff series was game five against Montreal when they're up two, or game four against Montreal when they're up two one already. Mm-hmm. That's okay. so bad. Yeah. And then on I'm, the other side, like when's the last time Vasilevsky lost two games in a row in the playoffs? Well, when's He's the last time Tampa and Bay? Right? Yeah. Tampa Bay has the longest streak in NHL history by a lot. Think about all those Islanders teams in the 70s, the Montreal's teams in the 70s and 80s. The highest streak they ever had, 39 postseason games without two straight losses. Tampa Bay has 50-something already. Yeah, it's crazy. They have had the last 50-something playoff games without two consecutive losses. Imagine an 82-game series, rare game 55, and there's a team that hasn't lost twice yet. This is so stupid. I, and that's why this game number five, for those listening the day that this comes out, they're playing tonight at 7.30. Holy moly, is that the most important game? Because Toronto needs to get it to seven. I have 0% faith in them winning game six. Yeah. You think game six is a loss no matter what happens next well, game? Look at that stat I just told you. If they win game yeah, five, right. then they're going up against the 55-0 and 0 team that <laughs> doesn't lose. Oh my God. I, uh, I just, I can't believe how tragic and sad it is that they have to play the back-to-back champions when every other team is facing goalie McGoleyton who doesn't know (laughs) how to play goalie yet because they are on like their eighth goaltender. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens with the Leafs. I mean, they just look so soft last game. And that's why I'm like point was up six, three throwing his weight around yelling at guys and I just, without Simmons in the lineup, there's no one with that fire. And I just mm. see lazy shifts from Willie. Man, I do not feel good as a Leaf stand right now. Anyways, Tampa and seven, at least we'll make some money off of it. Everyone okay. has it at plus 550. It feels yep. like the most foregone conclusion in the history it's of the world. It's a no-brainer. really is. On to what would have been a no-brainer at 2-0, but Boston tying it 2-2. <laughs> Missing a few defensemen onto their second goalie now. Back into Carolina for a best of three series. We kind of expected this series to go deep. Braden and Kai had Carolina. Means to had Bruins. Kai, how are you feeling right now about your pick? Yeah, I had uh, Carolina in six, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I still feel pretty good about that. Like the last game, um, like I was, I watched the entire thing. I thought Carolina had it, and then there was that swing with the goal that I thought should have been goal interference. They ruled 100%. it hundred percent, and then they get the penalty. Yeah. So it's like, and then they get scored on on that penalty. So that was a huge swing. Um, before that, I thought Carolina was looking really good. Although Tony D looking like a huge clown, which I kind of <laughs> love to see. So how cool is it when Marshan for those that didn't see it, it should be, if you haven't seen it, go on TikTok, Twitter, it's anywhere. Marshan calling D'Angelo a, a racist. Just like, it's so clear to see just straight up calling him a racist as a chirp. Doesn't take an expert to see that. That's what he's saying. Yeah. And Tony G is um, kind of taking it. Yeah. You see, yeah, Tony D, he also threw the stick on the empty neck goal. Yeah. yeah what like, loser energy? On. What are you in, like, Pee Wee? Everyone knows not to do that. Because the goal would have counted anyways, even yeah. if he does do that, right? Like, what are you doing, man? Absolute puny energy. And that's kind of why I picked the Bruins and feel like they still might win it. I feel good about my pick. Yeah. I, I, I'm sticking with Bruins. Um, yeah. How do you feel, Stu? I'm feeling pretty good. About the Bruins, like, I, I think that I think a series could go either way, but I think Boston just the last two games have showed that they still obviously can win, and I think you know winning two in a row, going back to Carolina. If Boston takes Game Five, do they take Game Six back at TD Garden? I wouldn't want to play elimination game for Game Six in TD Garden yeah. if I'm Carolina. No one does. No one no. does. No, not a chance. Especially if McAvoy is back for game five or six. I can't believe they won last night. I saw or I saw the news that he wasn't playing and I was like, oh, Carolina's probably winning this game. Yeah, series over. And then somehow they spread out his like 24 minutes a night among other defensemen and still won the game. I couldn't believe it. But it, it did help that how much minis, how many penalties did Carolina take? Like nine or yeah, something? Nine. It was a ridiculous number of penalties. It's a lot easier to defend when you're on the power play for however long the Bruins were in that game. It was ridiculous. That's almost a period. That kind of leads to a broader topic that I kind of want to talk about now. What is with the playoffs this year being called like with penalties? Isn't it? It's not just me, right? You guys are seeing this is they're no, calling it like sure. a regular season. Yeah. This they're is calling the, it better what we've been asking season. for for years and they're finally doing it. I guess. We'll what was it? Like, yeah. was it McDavid asking like, Hey, mm-hmm. I have zero penalty calls in my last yeah. 18 play. Is that what it was? Like, what was it? Maybe I, they definitely had like a meeting with all the rest before the playoffs this year. Um, I'm kind of skeptical that they're going to keep it up at this pace throughout the playoffs. I could just see it, you know, conference finals or whatever. They're just like, all right, let the boys play. Um, yeah, but. I agree. Some of the stick infractions, I don't know, a little bit weak. Um, I feel like they could be calling less penalties to a certain degree, but it is nice to see the stars get opportunities on the power play. I don't mind it. I find it super. I love all the the power plays that have been coming out. Like there's there's definitely, I guess, like in air quotes, weak calls for what have, would have been in other postseasons that wouldn't even be looked at. Like there's been a couple like in the, uh, I think it was game two for Rangers pens. There was a couple of just guys in their defensive zone like wingers going up to the blue line and then the defender just cross-checking them in the back to make space. And that got called for a cross-check on both teams. Like I think at least two times that game. Yeah. People were just taking penalties left and right just because they were cross-checking for no reason. I, I think they should call that. I mean, 
the rule says you can't do that just call it like yeah, people will is... stop eventually exactly why they should um keep it up and they probably won't as much but i think they will at least do it better than they have before and i'm so glad that they finally are and i will not ask for less penalty calls like i know i'm watching some like oh come on it's the playoffs but then i remind myself tyler this is what you've asked for you want Mm -hmm. the power play and i do so man how many penalties did the leafs take yesterday like i'm just looking here okay i'm seeing Two minor penalties in the first. One, two, one, two, three, four, four minors in the second, and the and that uh, double minor, so five. Yeah, and then two more minors in the third. That's just crazy. I don't know if anyone watched that game past halfway through the second. You're a madman because yeah. I was just watching I, because it was yeah. on at the bar. I guess so. <laughs> gosh I, yeah i hadn't turned it on for the first half of the game and tyler sends a message to the group chat just turned the game off i was like i'm just not gonna put it on yeah just, i'm gonna leave it off but you know you flush that down the series it could have been a five four loss in triple overtime it could have been a seven two pounding the series is still two two just like the next series we're about to talk about st louis and minnesota what a series. We all talked about this last week. We all have it going seven games. I have the blues. You guys all have the wild. And man, am I regretting my blues pick right now because Kaprizov looks like a, a con Smythe winner at this point. Doesn't he guys five goals already through the first four games. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And especially with Fiala being a little bit disappointing, like the second line for Minnesota has not done a lot. But- I think they have two goals or something. Not Which good, but I, I think that's attributed to them not really addressing center depth by the trade deadline. Mm. That's kind of their fault. Yeah, I love Freddie Goudreau. He played on the Penguin. He was one of the few Penguins guys in the playoffs last year that I was actually thought play, had like had a good series, even though they got swept. And when he was gone, I was like, oh, that sucks. I'm not happy about that. And then, but I don't love him as a second line center. No, that's not no. where he should be. At yeah, all. doesn't look like they they're going to need a second line if Kaprizov keeps it up. This guy is like looking like a really a top three player in the NHL right now. He's done what McKinnon and Crosby and a few players do where they have an unreal regular season. You're like, oh, is it going to turn off in the playoffs? And then he turns it up another notch. Like those doubters for the people are like, oh, can he do it in the NHL? Can he keep doing it? He's going to be a top three um, playoff performer over these next few years. I think if Minnesota can keep making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have a tough time to get the band together. But, uh, yeah, no, he's a very exciting player to watch. Like, as long as I've remembered Minnesota's just being one of those teams where you're like, uh, like, do we really have to watch them? They're kind of like the Islanders of the West. Yeah. But right. they were, yeah. yeah, the no, they're, Islanders are so the fun to watch. The Islanders of the West minus trots, which the Islanders no longer have. Barry yeah. Trotz anymore. The breaking news, which happened yesterday for those listening, Barry Trotz out. Jack Adams winner three years ago. He goes to the conference finals the next year, loses to the Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. That's tough. Uh, but the Islanders were supposed to suck before he gets there. And now two years later, he's in the conference finals. Fast forward a year later, it's game seven. They lose 1-0 to the eventual Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. This year, they start on a 13-game road 
road trip. No other team had to do that because of their arena situation. They play 50 games in the last 99 days of the season, and they still finish ninth place, the best non-playoff team in the East. Yeah. And he's gone. Do you guys have any idea why that could be? Um, kind of just seems like, you know, Lamorello trying to be galaxy brained. Um, it's like a galaxy brain thing. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't like know a... who they think that they can bring in. That's going to be at all, even remotely as good as Trotz. Like Babcock. <laughs> oh God. Could you imagine? Actually, Lou, you imagine? with Toronto, he hired Mike, right? He was like oh, instrumental in getting Mike there. Do you guys actually think that could happen? Oh no. I know. I'm, pr- so. I'm pretty sure Stuart's referring to some inside sources. Yes. I think Mike Babcock might be, did you hear confirm first? Is this are we insiders? But this are, someone I'm just, this. I'm just saying, two months from now, you guys are gonna see this headline come out. Babcock hired as Islanders coach, and you're gonna think, wow, didn't I hear that first in the Loose Change podcast? You did. You did, you did hear it first. I can't wow. believe what an unbelievable firing, though. That's mm-hmm. terrible. How many teams in the offseason now are going after Barry Trotz? Oh my god. Like, I love Boudreaux on the Canucks, but you get a shot mm-hmm. at Trotz, I feel like you have to. You got to imagine take a spin on that. Vegas with Trotz. Imagine Vegas just to add oh Trotz for next season with what their roster will look like after they fix their cap problems. And I don't understand why firing him for his lack of offensive coaching is like a reason <laughs> for that's what I have seen is some people say, well, they've haven't finished in the top 20 in offense in the last three years. I'm like, yeah. Have you seen their roster? Yeah. That's not his fault. I'm, su- I'm surprised they weren't last. They were projected to be a bottom five team before he mm-hmm. like started coaching. Like, yeah, he has to coach defensively. You know, he coached, Alexander Ovechkin and the Washington Caps to a cup like three years ago before he joined your team. Like, I don't understand how he's gone. But like you said, Kai, you felt good about Boudreaux as your coach as Vancouver fan. You hear Trotz is available. It's all Trotz. How many other teams are thinking that right now? Vegas, Jets. Um, how many other teams not consider it? Like every team that has a coach that isn't like a top five coach. You have you to have go to. after this guy. To. Yeah. The Leafs, they lose this series. Oh, I, I don't think I don't think that would happen. No, I'm just kidding. I'd be I just, surprised if Keith lost his job. Yeah. Well, I've seen some polls and people say that he has the least amount of pressure compared to the front office with uh, the players and the coach. They say the coach is the least amount of pressure on this team, which hmm. I I'd agree with that. Got to I got to agree with because it was the GM that made this team. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's the composition of the players. That is the problem. Mm-hmm. And it's not the coaching. I'm not in the building. I'm just the smartest fan in all of <laughs> Leafs nation. So. Yeah. Like what are, what are the main gripes that people have with Keith? The main gripes that they have with Keith is the same gripes that they had with Babcock and the same gripes that they had with the coach before is that the Leafs don't start on time. And that they lease leaf stuff like they blow leads and they just they act like the Leafs. And like at some point, you just have to realize it's the jersey and the players and the mentality of being a Toronto Maple Leaf. And I don't know how you can tell your players, hey, guys, start trying when the first period starts. I don't I don't understand how that could be a coaching thing. And I don't think if you 
gave like I could be the coach of the Boston Bruins, for example, I would have to tell Bergeron and Marchand to show up on time. You know what I mean? I think Bergeron will probably tell me to leave the room, gather all the guys and tell them, hey, we're down in the series. We're winning this game. If I see anyone else not show up on time, I'm going to punch you in the face. Like I want that. And I don't know. Um, I can't blame the co- I can't blame the coach and blame the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, I'm just curious, just for a quick thought. If next season you could pick to have Barry Trotz over Keith, you would pick Barry Trotz, right? Do you think, I would, would, you think you would yeah. keep Keith? I would okay. I would take Trotz just because it's Keith's like for I don't think Keith's a bad coach. I just think that highly of Trotz. You know what I mean? Yeah. He really is that good. And it's it's I it's really crazy that he got Lou two GM of the Year awards. And then... I can't believe it. All right. Are there any other uh series we want to touch on? Uh, we, we're missing one, aren't we? Um, oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. I can't believe we're missing that. Uh, I'm surprised. I thought Washington was going to get pushed over a little bit more than they were, but maybe that was just me mm-hmm. taking Florida's regular season numbers into account. Like, Washington is, they've looked obviously really good. What's their series is 2-1 with the fourth game Monday night. I think, right? Yeah, it's 2-1 right now with the game Monday. So, like, today. Yeah. Um, but game two was kind of felt like the Panthers correcting their course. It was mm-hmm. 4-2 caps, the game one, and then 5-1 Panthers. Like, oh, here they are. They were just late to the party. They're going to come back and beat the Caps in five or six. Capitals come out 6-1 game three. Back in Washington, game four. What an important game. If you're listening to this right now and it's 3-1 Washington, you might want to wrap up the series. Mm-hmm. And you might be seeing Spencer Knight next game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if they go down 3-1, I think you got to go Spencer Knight. How about but also on that Saunders? same logic, I wouldn't be surprised if, I, if Bobrovsky just puts up a shutout in mm-hmm. game four. <laughs> like you could tell me, you could tell me he lets in seven goals or gets a shutout, and I'd be like, "Oh, yeah, all right." He is really that goalie. I, that. I yeah. could I could boast a seven eighty or a nine ninety, like <laughs> one of the two. It's so hard to predict a two one series because it's like by the time that this episode comes out, like we're predicting Calgary, Florida, both very disappointing, but they win these two games, they completely f- switch the narrative, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, for sure. I think Calgary also has to score, though. Like, if Calgary wins, like, a 2-1 game, then I'm still really worried about them. I need to see Gautreaux with three points tonight. I need to see something from Toffoli. No one's been Anyone talking about Calgary's that. top six. Mangiapane, yeah. he's worth 35 this year. Where is he? Mm-hmm. Playing fourth line tonight. That's true. Who knows? Maybe we'll get the fourth line going. Mm-hmm. Brett Ritchie's going to score, like, seven goals. <laughs> Do you guys have any, uh, after the first round, do you guys have any decisions or dark horse picks for Con Smythe winners or any picks at all for like maybe a cup outright, maybe a wild underdog? Or are you guys staying out of the betting game, lost too much money like Braden? I'm on a huge losing streak right yeah, now. I am, I'm so cold. Um, Boys are cold. I, I have a lot of stuff down for future bets. So, 
going to see how it rides. Like, I've got 20 on the Kings to win this series, got 20 on the Lightning to win this series. So I'll see what happens there. Yeah. I need, I need those. Mm-hmm. I need those yes. to come true. Uh, I don't, I don't think there's, it's hard to bet against Colorado right now, just watching them. I know they're playing Nashville, which is one of the worst teams that did make the playoffs, but they are hammering them. It's hard to disagree with the 15 people in our bracket challenge that has them yeah. as a winner. Who would, but, uh, uh, who would the Penguins play if they win the series? Carolina or Boston? Yeah, you see, I think Penguins could be an interesting uh, dark horse here. I didn't want to say it, but I was thinking it. Yeah. I was absolutely thinking it. I didn't want to be too biased, but I like the Penguins' chances if they get past the Rangers, mm-hmm. especially because Yari's been taking shots in practice. Mm-hmm. Like that's huge if he can mm-hmm. come back. It's also a huge thing for the Penguins tonight if they win, because then you don't have to rush him back for Game mm-hmm. Five if he's available. Exactly. Like if you win tonight, you can let Domingue play Game Five again. He's been mm-hmm. fine. There's been nothing like do his saves look fantastic all the time yeah. no like it looks like he struggles on some of them but he made the saves that's all yeah. i care about he's so. done as well as you could have like asked for him right he's actually done better than i would have expected for so sure. yeah. i have no complaints goalie like he's not even a backup he's the backup yeah. to the backup yeah, he's yeah. the ahl starter and he's got a stanley cup ring doesn't he he's the backup to vasilevsky in uh 2020 oh, yeah. Yeah. not a big deal I don't know if um, if I'm crazier here, but I think if you are uh, if you're like me and you just you can't really bet on the Leafs, I think you have to take the uh, Lightning to win the series right now. There's sure. plus a hundred. And after watching what happened game four, even if you're a Leafs fan and you want to hedge, like that's what I did last night. I bet a bunch of money on Lightning to win, and then when I was you know, wiping my tears away. I was doing it with dollar bills instead of napkins. <laughs> and that's what I want you to do. Leaf fans. When you are there game seven on Saturday, play this back. Think, Oh, at least Tyler said, I'll bet $500 in the lightning. You're $500 richer. That's what I would do. See, I'm a fool. I took the uh, Leafs yesterday. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. I'm not going to, no. You are. You're a fool. Yeah. yeah. And then the game before that, I took uh, Lightning. So I might just stop betting on that series. <laughs> Wait, so if those. you want the Leafs to win, just keep betting on the Lightning then. If, <laughs> if you're going that way, whoever you bet against wins. So yeah, see, I personally don't really care who wins the series. Um, so I'm just, I'm just hurting my own bank. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that. Uh, just picking back up. Uh, I guess we got one part lot left for the podcast here to go uh brayden you're here everyone wants to know what's going on in your corner with regards to all the loving you have going on mm-hmm. so uh can you fill us all in what's going on in brayden's love corner unfortunately i missed this week's uh hockey edition or at least the segment of hockey uh i was in couples counseling however upon <laughs> uh, arriving i was told that you need to be in a relationship to be in couples counseling um, oh no i thought it was like speed dating and i was wrong just ask the therapist to get into a relationship or mm-hmm. have you ever tried speed dating it seems like something you would do great at <laughs> i think i would I'll, right? i know i'm good on dates and we'll get into that because picking up from last week in love corner um we were we were awaiting a text back from a, a lady i had ch- been chatting with so we'll start we'll start this week's love corner off i've got a quote here 
um, from a very famous but very old poet. And they said that I've been spending the last eight months thinking all love ever does is break and burn and end. But on a Wednesday in a cafe, I watched it begin again. And oh boy, is that what happened this past Wednesday? Your boy had a great day. Ooh, I killed it. I know I did good. Pick her up in my in my Jeep. What's sexier than a man in a Jeep? Probably a lot of things, but still nice little car. White women love Jeeps. Is that, you found that to be true? Yeah, like, I don't know. They like, like, it's white women like, like flowers and like, nails and like you know a flower tattoo and like dogs and jeeps so it was a pretty safe dogs and jeeps (laughs) so we go the keys to a woman's heart Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and money so we go (laughs) (laughs) no personality so we go out and uh so she gets in first and she's like oh this is a nice car i'm like damn right it is even nicer guy so we go for drinks we get out we start walking over to the bar first problem now I don't think I'm a short man by any standards. I think, in fact, I'm an average man. I might be even a tiny little bit taller than average. Your boy's standing at 5'10", license verified. So <laughs> on the profile, she's got, her height verified. As, she's got her height as 5'6". So I'm like, okay, like we're, uh, we're within bounds. She gets out. Dude, she's got heels at least four inches because she was... <laughs> <laughs> like a half inch taller than me and them oh, i'm like no. oh boy rough start like this isn't looking good so we go in now like i said the state was on the wednesday so this is game two of toronto tampa for reference i missed the game because i had a day that's how dedicated to love that i am in this segment so uh i thought that the bar might be a big pat so i made reservations empty bar turns out we didn't need reservations but your boy going in there going uh, i got reservations for two under brayden she even said, she's like, wow, reservations. Like, oh, I'm impressed. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm here to make sure that you have a good time. So we go and we were offered two seats. We're offered a booth, which would have been side sitting or a corner that's a little darker and away from everyone else. I said, which one do you want? And I, I know how to be romantic. I said, you give me that corner right now. We go over, do drinks and stuff, you know, great time. Three hours, easy date. Your boy's great at talking. Uh, pretty good like no dull no dull moments like always good keep the conversation flowing at one point you know i'm thinking oh what do you think is a standard amount of drinks to get on a first day at like eight o'clock on a on a wednesday night like just one i'm thinking right uh, maybe two, two depending well, on the time. you're, you're driving two or three. driving two or three. i'm driving so i'm thinking one and yeah. uh so she gets the thing of wine and she goes i'll have another i'm like oh fuck like i'm doing really good here she wants to sit down and get another glass so she gets another glass and I'm like, oh my God, I better get another beer to keep up. Um, I also didn't have lunch that day. So, uh, or I hadn't eaten since lunch. I didn't have dinner because, you know, I'm not eating in front of somebody on a, on a date, or at least not a first date. That's so, true. Uh, you won't eat in front of someone on a first date? I won't ask someone for dinner on a first date. I think it's too awkward for both people. A lot of people don't like eating in front of somebody. They're conscious about how they eat. I know I'm conscious in front of people or I'm for myself, like when I'm first meeting somebody and how I eat in front of them. <laughs> And other people experience that. So I'm not planning to I feel to like there's acceptable mm. date food. Like you're yeah. not going to get like chicken wings on our first date. No. No. But Zaw is nice yeah. if it's like a nice, like little classy time. Share some appetizers. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But like first date, none of that period. Second date, sure. So anyhow, uh, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling a little silly. Like I got to watch it. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I only finished half. And she was kind of giving me shit for that. But like whatever. Like it was in a nice way. So she has her two her two glasses and then she tells me like she had a glass or two at dinner before and she's like kind of feeling like a little silly and I was like oh shit like okay that's cool so um the bar's closed 
like they didn't say hey you guys need to leave but I could tell like they wanted us to leave having a previous kitchen experience and I didn't want to be that guy that's holding up the whole bar so I'm like oh we should probably go and she's like no let's stay like I'm having fun and I'm like in my head I'm torn I'm like oh like killing it like doing a good job but like I don't want to be an asshole to the servers so uh we stay for another like I don't know 30 40 minutes then we leave drive her home good drive home we're still talking I pull up and she, she undoes her seatbelt, but then she turns to sit and talk for me. Talk to me, not talk for me. Ooh. So we talk <laughs> for like another 20 minutes. I'm like, dude, second date in the bag. Are you kidding me? She's hanging around to talk. Now, this is important because I want your guys' input here. This is important. She she leans in to kiss me. I don't initiate. She does. Okay. So we do that, and then there you go. And it's my birthday the next day. She texts me like, ah, happy birthday. I'm like, oh, I'm so smooth with that. So this is Wednesday, right? We had a date, birthday Thursday. Okay. Friday goes by, like things are cool. And Saturday. Yeah, Yo, you're still texting on Friday? Yeah. Yeah. And Saturday? Well? Uh well, Friday, it starts like not die out. Like it's still a good conversation, but like she normally takes like three hours to respond. She's taking like five hours. And then she'd respond and be like a good big text and then like busy again. Right. And same thing Saturday. And I'm going, oh, something's up. But like whatever. Like who knows? Maybe they're just busy. So 3 30 on Saturday, I go, hey. You're free, you know. Let's go. Let's go a second date. I have a lot of fun there night. No answer all night. I'm going. Oh, I'm getting ghosted. This ain't good. Right. So as as you guys saw, I get the text on the on the Sunday morning before I go play 18. I need to be in a good mindset to play 18 holes of golf. Have to I be. Get a text. I get a text. I've been thinking. Oh no! Not the I've been thinking. <laughs> I had a great time with you the other night. Right. Uh, but I, I've realized that I'm not ready for anything at the moment, but I'd love to stay friends. Hmm. Uh, Don't even bother sitting to stay friends. We both know that's not happening. I'll see you at the bar and I'll go, oh, hey, and you'll go, oh, it's that guy. Hey, yep. Um, I'm surprised. Now, now here's my, my, my wonder. She okay. let multiple times when we were doing drinks, multiple times. She goes, she goes, she let, she goes, I've never had a relationship. It kind of seemed like, I don't know. She's like, oh, I like one. She didn't say I want one, but it kind of, I don't know. Like, you know, when like people haven't been in a relationship and they like talk about when they're drunk and it's like, mm. are you looking for one? You're just going to say that? Right. So part of me is like, one, I'm like, man, what if she actually did just get freaked out that like, that could be the way it was out and like legitimately meant that. Cause I'm like, that date was so good. Like it did not make sense to go from one end to the other, you know? Yeah. She's scared to be loved. So she hasn't been in like a relationship at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hmm. How, how old is she? Uh, I don't want to disclose personal information of people's on this podcast. Like between 20 and 25? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In, in our age. In range. our age range. One Not year 35? in our age range. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, I just want to say I feel like a dick. I completely forgot it was your birthday. So happy yeah, belated. Uh, forgot to bring that up uh, of the three members on this podcast did not get a single happy birthday message from anybody Stuart gets a pass because he's known me for about a month um, Tyler and Kai confirmed bad friends yeah that's that's my bad <laughs> I put it in the calendar now so that's uh, May the 5th yeah okay. Cinco de Mayo it's going in the it's, oh Cinco de Mayo that's a great birthday mm-hmm. right after May the 4th we got Star Wars and, and drinking right right beside each other well my bad, Braden. I actually do feel bad about that. <laughs> I do feel bad too. But like, my defense is I don't have Facebook because it's a terrible app. Mm. And that's the only app that really reminds you of birthdays. Yeah. 
That's Same. the entire reason I have Facebook. Yeah, I really got to get back on that because I feel I have to pretend this whole feeling bad thing when a friend brings it up later that they say I didn't wish for birthday. I have to go like, oh, no, I didn't. It's the worst. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, so maybe, maybe she's, uh, maybe I'm just thinking, I'm, I'm thinking, hey, maybe she's telling the truth to, to make myself feel better. Maybe I'm wrong. She maybe. leaned in to kiss you and she the date went well. Uh, and then you guys text for a bit and she's never been in a relationship before and told you she's not ready for a relationship. Sounds like it might not be a complete strikeout. Right? It, it might not be. Uh, so I'm like, what it's set? We'll revisit maybe. I mean, it happens. Like, I've gotten that text a couple times. Um, oh, if, if it is, like, I, I do know. respect how open she was with that. Oh, no, that's why I said her. I said, cheers. Like, thanks for it's a high me. character move. Very high character move. 10 out of 10 move. Don't go, listeners. That's that's not good. Yeah, it's official. The Loose Change podcast is against ghosters. Anti-ghoster. Yeah. Anti-ghost podcast. I'm, I'm happy to go on the record saying that. Yeah, for sure. And we really don't like you if you dress up like a ghost. That, <laughs> those are the worst. <laughs> so then, so then, get this. This is funny. This is interesting. So I'm like <laughs> feeling down. I'm like, oh no, like I'm out of love again. Like this ain't fun, you know. And then. um it's like it's like women expect like I, I think a lot of a lot of ladies out there they think of themselves as like a house of cards and they want me to be a full on rainstorm and I just am not that for them. Um, I'm just too I'm too much stability. Mm. A lady is a house of cards, and, and I'm a full on rainstorm, baby. You're a rainstorm. I'm, I'm dropping a lot of references here. I'm going to be upset if none of our listeners understand them. Anyhow, so so then later this day, I'm like feeling down. I'm like, oh, like your boy's sad. Like going to bed, hugging a pillow, pretending it's a lady again. I'm kidding. I don't do that. I do cuddle a pillow, though. You need a little... Uh, you ever cuddle a pillow when you sleep? You should try it. It's great. Good for your back. Anyhow, I get a match on the hinge, you know? I'm like, oh, a lady liking me? Like probably going to like, you know, swipe left. Like we know how it goes. Um and it's a it's a good looking lady. I'm like, this is this is interesting. This is a turn of events. And hinge, you got to be intentional, right? It's not like Tinder where it's fast. Like, you're, and it's like my fifth pick down. I'm like, she reviewed. This is good. This is good. So I look at it. I see her name, and uh, I won't I won't say names on here. But then uh, I see she's a hygienist, right? You know, like teeth. Yeah, I like, know like teeth. teeth. <laughs> I know teeth. Like, I, like a dental hygienist. So she's right. one of those. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. Isn't so, that uh, what your mom does? Yeah. Um, and I work for the company that my dad works for, so I could just completely end up replicating their life if uh, <laughs> everything goes well here. Very so anyhow, here. get this, get this. So I, a couple, I don't know if you guys know this, but when you're in school, like college, and you're like doing the, the training for stuff, you could get free stuff from them. Like you could go get a free massage from like massage mm. kids or like, free whatever so i had a friend who was doing the hygiene uh around this time last year she was finishing up and she needed someone to come in i was like throw my name down on there like absolutely like i'll do it this is where my that's actually where my parents met my dad did that that you met her so um i uh i put my name down on there and then you know whatever i get my teeth cleaned and a couple months later in september i'm out i'm out living in bc and i get a text hi it's so-and-so from durham college would you like to come in for a teeth cleaning? And I'm like, oh, like that's funny. So I text them. I, I I text my friend. I'm like, do you know who this girl is? And she's like, no idea. Okay. So I respond to the text. 
And I go, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. I would love to get my teeth cleaned by you. The only issue is I'm currently living in British Columbia. Uh, that being said, if Durham College would like to pay for a plane for me to come and get my teeth done, I'd be more than happy to come and get my teeth cleaned by you. And she, you know, they respond. She goes, ah, like, that's funny. And like, cheers. Like, thanks for letting me know. This is the same girl that matched me on Hinge. No way. I, I swear to God, I saw the name and I'm like, hmm, same name, same age as like, would have been in school at the time. Wonder if it's her. So I went back into the screenshot of my friend and I'm like, same name. Like, let's check the Instagram. It's the same chick. <laughs> Hilarious. It's the same girl. So I opened, uh, I, I opened today. I'll, I'll read you our riveting conversation so far. She liked my photo. I go, not to brag too much, but I floss twice daily. You know, got to keep the gums clean. She goes, wow, I'm impressed. Most of my patients don't floss at all. Like, what can I say? I recognize the importance of good oral hygiene. A little innuendo there for the kids. And I'm like, okay, I got to bring this up. because like easy conversation starter. I'm like, okay, like random question here. Bear with me. When you're in school, like, you ever have to text like random people about an appointment? And when she goes, yeah, I did. I'm going to go, uh, you remember that dude who was there? Have you ever have a guy say, uh, you ever have someone say that they weren't able to make it because they were living in BC? I'm happy to say I'm back now. I'll, I'll take that appointment if it's still open. And then we're in, baby. That's a good first, end. First date. That's a two. very good end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just hoping that I don't seem like a creep for remembering. Fair. I, I think that's normal. You have a good memory. You're a, good, you're a people person. Yeah, I'm pretty smart. I, um, I do want to circle back. Did you say your mom and dad met at the dentist? No, my mom was like in school. So she was doing okay. that. Like, you know, like people just sign up for whatever. Yeah. And um, my dad like signed up or whatever, I guess, and went in. And he, uh, her best friend was cleaning his teeth. And then he was like, hey, what's your number? And she was like, here. And he was like, thanks. Oh, what kind of rock star? Picking up girls at the dentist. Yeah, like he, uh, he had a good life in the Sudbury there. <laughs> the guy was in a rock band in the 80s, like in Sudbury where like 30 people live. Like that's kind of how to do it. That's pretty rock star. So funny. <laughs> Literally rock star. <laughs> So uh, I, do we leave Brandon's love corner with you still looking for love and waiting on that hinge? Like you have another prospect then it seems like. Yeah. And I'm sure she'll break my heart. Um, yeah, probably. Like it was broken this week, mm. but you know what? Life goes on. We find a way. Maybe Pop one day pillow. I'll be that full on rainstorm mm. and you can be a house of cards. If you're looking <laughs> for a guy to blow down your house of cards. Right, I gotta be honest, these references are kind of going over my head. You oh, want the me sparks too. to fly? We've got it. Also, don't understand that one. Um, Hopefully, there's at least one listener that knows <laughs> the what female the fuck's listeners going guaranteed, on. Female listeners guaranteed you will know what I'm talking about. Which is 30% of our listeners, so who and knows? 100% of Love Corner. And 100% of Love Corner. Mm-hmm. Ladies love it. And ladies, Brain's DMs are open. Yeah, still uh, waiting on a single oh Dallas listener, our one listener in Dallas. Um, please feel free, hit me up. Thank you. Sliding his DMs. Well, that does it for Brain's Love Corner. Brain's still looking for love. And that does it for episode five of the Loose Change podcast. Brayden, do the outro. Thank you for this uh, beautiful session with us here at the Loose Change podcast. We appreciate you deciding to fill your your wonderful eardrums with our soothing voices. We'll see you next week. See you next week. (laughs) Goodbye.